1: Once again, Mid-Flight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. Delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. You know the deal by now. Get to heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty-free as the code at checkout for free shipping around Australia. And, uh, heck, I actually got a message uh, from one of the listeners on Insta the other day. He'd been out. He was at a concert. Yeah. And his missus was worried he was meant to do something big with her the next day. Mm Mm-hmm. Came across the old heaps normals though. She didn't trust him. She thought, "I'm going to drop him at this venue. He'll be sideways." Nah, he said, "If it wasn't for you and Heggy, I'd be in strife." Oh, great! And I said, well, well, "What? plan to, to help do out." Is get a child's boiler maker, which is a heaps normal, with a whiskey on the side. So yeah, he stayed off the beers. <laughs> <laughs> I could use a couple myself. I need to dry out. It's been a big weekend here. Oh at yeah, the, uh, been a big month.
2: M I C F over. Thank goodness. But, uh, yeah, get amongst heaps normal duty-free checkout. Uh, you know how to do it. And we'll see
1: you soon. Hey, I'm Nick Cody.
2: And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and frackasses. When planes were invented,
1: we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So, ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is... Is mid-flight brawl.
2: Midair madness passengers trading blows. Midair
1: brawl on board a scoot flight from the doctor at LAX thrown
2: off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started
3: the, <laughs> on the floor, please, please talking to me? I
2: out this crashes.
3: Out the fucking door!
1: Welcome to Mid Fly Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody, and I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Mate, we're here in the uh, in the studio that uh, your comedy built. Yes. Uh, <laughs> a fan of yours has given you his beautiful apartment in Melbourne yeah. for the month of Melbourne International Comedy Festival. This is the last one. We're filming here, and you've got a balcony overlooking the Yarra River. Yep. And Crown Casino and uh, what a place to oh, be. I've got a fair
2: bit of cleaning to do straight after this. Yeah. I'll clean this joint up. It's a bit of a tip. But, um, yeah, it's been pretty good here. MICF finished last night. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. You're done. Uh, I went down on a low just to make sure. Saturday night went off. Great. Yeah. Show went great. Everyone loving it. Shouldn't, do, shouldn't do the Sunday. did no. the Sunday night and just got proven to myself I'm not very good at all. That's where they get Stared you, at for an hour. I've
1: done about 12 of these festivals and it ending, if you do the full run and it ends on a Sunday. Yeah. Never the best one. I did the opposite. My lo- I just got two replacement shows after the old spicy cough. Yeah. Lost four. They gave me two back in a smaller room. So cheers for nothing. And um <laughs> I uh those were Friday, Saturday. They were fucking heaps of fun, those shows. But then last night did the dollop comedy history podcast, the dollop at Hamer Hall. Yeah. That's where you want to go out on a big high.
2: Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Nice one. Good on you. Good for you.
1: Yeah, Not so good for me. Next
2: year, I'm just going to can it. Just call in sick on the Sunday. Sorry, <laughs> not doing it. COVID. I'll pay the venue higher.
1: I'm not doing it. This was the last year you've got COVID, I reckon. Yeah, but it well, until the new one comes out next year. Yeah. Get us all again. It. Take seven days off. I've managed to avoid COVID this festival. Yeah, by not testing. I know, well, it's no. incredible. <laughs> I tested, man. I've done about I seven know.
2: rats. Yeah. Oh, I think it's my strong constitution that got me through. Yeah. But, um, other than that, I probably would have got it if I was a coward. I would have got it, like a lot of people did.
1: Man, it's probably all the um, all those building jobs you've ju- done. Just the fucking asbestos fibers of yeah. coated just the lungs. Covid doesn't like
2: asbestos <laughs> in the lungs. Can't get
1: you. Yeah, <laughs> asbestos paper scissors, rock. Covid, flu, mesothelioma. Yeah. And, uh,
2: <laughs> I mean, say what you want about asbestos, but it does a bloody good job of lots of yeah. things.
1: It's an excellent material. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what, James Hardy. I heard them in like a radio commercial the other day. Yeah. They they're fine. Yeah, oh they went through a few a bit of a tumultuous period, but uh <laughs> it's it's incredible. They bounce back. It's the American dream. You can, can- just keep bouncing back. Cancel culture is not real. Nah, doesn't work. Good luck. If you can't
2: cancel James Hardy, good luck cancelling you or me on a bad word. Have a go. Get a go. Yeah.
1: Did my words cause your fucking lungs to rot from the inside out? Yeah. <laughs> Sending you to an early grave? No then delete your blog, cunt. Don't want to hear it. Bigger fish to fry. Hey, this week, big
2: week. Um, Massive week. You are doing a fair bit of work, as am I. This is my only night off Mm. in literally months. And we're doing this, so it's not even that. Yeah, well, tonight I'm going to sit down after I finish cleaning. But, yeah, it's man, I have been yearning for a night off for so long.
1: We are recording this on Anzac Day, though, so I reckon you're about two beers away from me talking you into going to Storm versus Warriors at Amy Park. Absolutely no way.
2: I'm not doing that. No, Too much not. to do, crazy yeah. talk, crazy crazy talk. Leave that to Chris the bloke Franklin TM <laughs> and his mates.
1: <laughs> Man, he's done well. Chris the bloke, bloke Franklin was at the dawn service at four thirty, then drinking rum at Young and Jackson's at seven thirty. Yeah. Twelve hours later, kick off. Man, well, he's kicked off he just well before. years ago. Um, yeah, it is a big week. You've still got shows coming up. We've got Brisbane, Sydney, Perth comedy festivals. Yeah. I've got Brisbane, Sydney, Perth, Newcastle. So get to LukeHeggy.com for your dates, NickCody.com.au for my dates. But we've uh, we've been kissed on the dick. One of the biggest stars in the world, comedy stars, Tim Dillon. Mm. Uh, we're opening for him on different shows. So I'm yeah. doing the early show in Sydney. Thursday, today, this comes out on the early show. You're doing the late show. Then I'm doing Brizzy Adelaide and Perth, and you'll do a Melbourne.
2: Yeah. Should Beautiful. be good. I'm yeah. a little reticent about the uh, length of the set. Yeah. Because, and also, as history you know, has repeated itself many times, any of your cast-offs I've ever gotten have gone appallingly. What do you mean? Uh, the, the few corporates and stuff that I've done that were like, we want Nick Cody, can't have him, he's busy, Slash doesn't want to do it, Yeah, can't have his older, grumpier, shittier friend. Version of him. Well, I will say and it's what gone I, badly. What so I, I will
1: say, we haven't done any of the shows yet. So what I've got in my pocket is, if they don't like me, I will go fucking Tim. Message me, mate. It's yeah. not on me. Yeah, blame fucking your mate. It's coming <laughs> out later. <laughs> he asked for this. Oh,
2: I think they will.
1: He asked me personally for this. Yeah. And then well, I got sometimes, got like I'm sure Tim Dillon hasn't done this, but
2: sometimes those big ones just get it act. That's. They know he's going to go shit, so they'll look great.
1: I have seen. That's such a grub move. Some open mic level comics in a fucking Rod Laver arena. Yeah. Before some big names.
2: Like, Are they ones who tour with them? Like that little little fellow who's got like six of them tours with him, the mates that he buys cars for and shit. What's his name? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. (laughs) Um, He seems to have a full entourage of comics that just do, I, I I don't
1: know. It would be fun. It would be fun to just be able to go everywhere with your mates. Yeah,
2: I'd be more like, mate, you are an appalling comic, write a fucking joke. This is a big show, dickhead. Don't go out there and just clown around. But then Kevin Hart, I don't know, not my bag of chips anyway. So stands to reason I'm probably not going to like his mates. (laughs) They might be excellent and I just don't know it.
1: I can't wait until one of them can't come out and then you're opening for Kevin Hart. I don't think it could be… Just a more opposite in every way, <laughs> Oh, you and Kevin Hart. I've done something similar. You I should be to the, in a buddy cop film with him. In one, <laughs> <laughs>
2: in one in one instance, probably five, six years ago, I went to Brisbane to the Tivoli yeah. to support Mike
1: Epps. Oh, wow. From Friday? Friday know. after next, yeah. No idea. But I went in there Friday, and they yeah. pretty
2: much went, who the fuck are you and yeah. what are you doing here? So I'm doing the support. And they went, man, we've only ever had <laughs> – black guys and Asians still in the support good luck
1: <laughs> how'd you go oh yeah <laughs> you know the fact you brought it up and it was seven years ago but yeah, I have still remembered. remember yeah. yeah it wasn't wasn't great <laughs> but I wasn't gonna get boot off or anything but it wasn't great yeah so, hard work well, it was seven years ago so much like breaking a mirror or walking under a ladder you oh, finally I'm here for a good one <laughs> You're shaking the curse off yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> anyway some of you might be at this show tonight, watching one or either of us doing a 30 to 35-minute support spot. Good fun. Goodness.
1: Cannot wait. Mm. That is going to be a bloody good time. Oh, I don't know, man. I'll tell you what, though. Observe judgment. The thing we're going to talk about this week, the episode, this is truly hot off. Oh, the presses. Couldn't be.
2: This is – I know we did one recently that was hot off the press, but this is – we actually, as a, as a precursor to this, we did re- uh, record the main bulk of an episode last week. We called it episode 111, but, mm. and we talked about it being 111, so just that'll come out next week as 112, so just take it easy on the yep. fucking complaints yep. next week. Going, yeah, You lost your numbers, you idiots. Don't want to hear it.
1: This is uh, subbing in. And this one blew one up one. because this is by far the most messages I've ever received. Oh yeah, about a situation. Yeah, great. Um, you know, occasionally if anyone kicks off in the sky, we get sent news. Yeah, but it combined two of my favourite things, and that is sky fights and actual fighters.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, returning.
1: Golden tonsils. oh,
2: amazing! Michael Buffer, called? Michael Buffer, Michael Buffer,
1: mate. the boxing one, the step brother or the half brother that he didn't meet until he was much older. Yeah. Bruce Buffer is the UFC. Oh, okay. Guy,
2: it's a bit of nepotism there for you. What are the odds of that? Yeah. I don't well, know. just
1: by coincidence they were. Yeah. They went,
2: your name's Buffer, my name's Buffer. No,
1: I forget what's happened. I forget how they met, but they didn't meet for ages. Michael's the older of the two. They yeah. just didn't meet for years and years and years. And really. uh, yeah. Turns out they've both been blessed with the. That'd be if you meet their, if you met their parents, it'd be pretty obvious pretty quickly because I bet you one just sounds like shit. Yeah, and the reckon? other, or well,
2: both parents have got that really deep baritone. Beautiful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome to my
2: house. <laughs> anyway, truly hot off the press: JetBlue flight from San Francisco to Miami, Florida. Oh
1: yeah, already we're off to a good start. Damn, By the sorry. way, the amount of text messages I got for this. I've always said, if I wake up in the morning to a lot of text messages, it's either my birthday or Conor McGregor's done something wrong. Yeah. But this, again, people well, you, knew. Yeah, it's people a new knew one. I'd want to know about it's it. a new
2: one in town. April 22, 2022.
1: Hot off. Uh, a I was bit trying of- to annoy you before with hot off the presses, by hot the off way. The presses. It's like when people say Northlands Shopping Centre, just off the- chucking off an S, off. S at the end. Yeah. <laughs> what are we having jaffles, mate? <laughs> Nothing's hot off the presses. Um, bit of background
2: first, obviously. Uh, and Like, obviously, he's an absolute household name. I don't know anything about boxing. Even I know this too. Once, once every few oh,
1: generations, there exists a man, unrivaled it, in his ability to inflict pain. <laughs> Very good. And just that great, uh, great story of an absolute horrific childhood, into oh, in gangs, getting man. around Brooklyn, well, yeah. Do you have some do you have some of this coming up if you're gonna get through this? Of By course. the way, I should say as a kid, I had a Mike Tyson poster, big one. Yeah. Uh, on up in the bedroom. Next to, weirdly, a Queensland state of origin poster. i had no idea about rugby league. But my grandparents lived on Bribey Island. Oh yeah, and they sent me one down. I had Wally Lewis next to Mike Tyson. There's a lot of Queenslanders that
2: do that. Just give yeah. give kids stuff to try and recruit them. It's good. Yeah. It's good policy. But I can work. Eventually, go to the Ecker, give out free little
1: t shirts and shit to yeah. babies. Fans for life. Then that poster eventually got replaced by a Scarface poster. Oh, okay. so the stock standard yeah. <laughs> trifecta hoppers crossing trifecta.
2: Did you laminate any of these? Did you laminate the Scarface poster so it'll last forever? No,
1: I think the State of Origin one was laminated. Yeah, great. Yeah, my mum was a big fan of the laminate. Oh, I but man, I didn't mad it myself. Mad boxing family, as in my uh godfather was Australasian welterweight champ, my dad's best mate, and uh got me got into boxing very young. Yeah, I, re- really. I remember crying. When Mike Tyson lost to Evander Holyfield because I'd spent all my pocket money on the pay per view. Oh, I thought I thought you were about to say on the, on a bet. <laughs> no nah, man, I would have been eight. Yeah, your dad can put it on for you. <laughs> dad, don't dad, fuck I'll, this I'll up. Slip your
2: fiver. Just go down the tab and put this
1: on, will you? In gra- I've torn chop, one of chop. the I've torn one of the pages out of a school notebook where it's got the solid line, yeah. two dotted lines, another solid line. <laughs>
2: Um, Michael, Jared, Tyson, Iron Mike, Kid Dynamite, the baddest man on the planet, etc. Standing at five feet and ten internet inches tall, wow. so only a couple inches taller than yourself. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the best fighters of all time. Won fifty of his fifty-eight fights. The others were sort of bullshit ones. He yeah. should have just
1: won anyway if he was doing his job. Well, he lo- he, yeah, he lost a big fight. Then he lost a big courtroom fight. Oh
2: yeah. Plenty of that. Undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, 1987 to 1990. No stranger to violence inside and outside the ring, old Mike. Um, When he was a kid, as you were saying, he joined a street gang, eventually sent to juvie for armed robbery, went to a troubled boys' school. PE teacher saw some potential. He's about 12 now. Yeah,
1: but you know what? The potential no. was over. No. His pigeon. Oh, yeah. I do know this. <laughs> yeah, go on. Had a pet pigeon. And a gang member in the neighbourhood. It was 17. Broke the pigeon's neck, mm. and Tyson punched him and broke his jaw. Yeah. So a 12 year old has just broken the jaw of a 17 year old. Yeah, and uh, I think it was either that PE teacher or maybe his customado.
2: Just, just in the milk bar, having a look at yeah. street fight, goes, "Oh, that's that's Mike." Um. Oh yeah, no the PE teacher saw the potential, got in touch with legendary boxing trainer Customado, and uh, who happened to live nearby. This mm. changed Mike's life. He's thrived under the discipline of Cuss Tomato.
1: Sent him up there to and the Catskills. Skills. very
2: hard. Was that where it was? Catskills. Mm. Where Cat the skills uh, new don't the rich people go there for summer? Is that oh, a no. thing? Go to their sort of summer camp. No, you, oh, sort of like I Dirty think, dancing style shit. You I think, I think of Hamptons? No, oh, I think Catskills. Catskills. Catskills
1: is where stand-up comedy started, I believe. In, in those sort in of summer region. camp shit. Oh, um, yeah. Well, summer, there are summer camps around there.
2: Summer yeah. holiday. thing, But for families and parents and stuff, rich mm-hmm. people. I don't know. Maybe I'm mistaken. Cuss Tomato adopted Mike when he was 16 when Mike's mum died. His dad had already fucked off when he was two. Yeah. Good call. Tyson um, just punched him out of there. Tyson at two just punched his dad out the window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike got sent back to Tyron School in the Catskills for a bit when his trainer, Teddy Atlas, threatened Mike with a gun after hearing that Mike had assaulted a 12-year-old girl. Um, I don't know why Mike got sent back after that. He was the one who had a gun pulled on him, so technically the victim. Uh, tried out for the 1984 LA Olympic team when he was 17, but failed. So Tomato said, it's time to go pro. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, pro. He, won, he won Golden Gloves. What's that? Uh, that is, oh, I believe, an amateur... Good. Yeah, okay. Comp. And still didn't get in the LA Olympics. I think he won New York State. He won New York State something. It was a six second knockout. Video's great. Grainy uh, camcorder footage of the 80s. Yeah. And a tall white bloke with dreads. So. Already a problem. Had it coming. Yep. Six seconds. Yeah. Fucking left, right, good night. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) First (laughs) year as a pro, he went 15 and 0. In one year. One year. That's that's how you know the fights are short because normally. You won't to do take 15 bit, fights. You've got to take a bit of time off in yeah. between. Not if they're six-second ones. Yeah.
2: Well, then, as you know, unfortunately, Cuss Tomato died, age 77.
0: Like the loss of sunlight on a cloudy afternoon. Gone too soon.
1: This is. I've read every book on Tyson. I've seen every documentary. Yeah. This is where it starts going sound. He does well in the For ring, sure, but yep. with
2: the, without Tomato there. Oh, Tomato could have kept him on the straight and narrow. <laughs> Tomato needed to live another twenty years. Just didn't, couldn't do it. That was nineteen eighty five.
1: Calling oh, um, him, Tomato. The next, do me.
2: The very next year after Tomato's death, nineteen eighty six, Mike became champion of the world, youngest heavyweight champ ever. Beat
1: Trevor Burbick. Yeah. What what happened in the aftermath of that exact Well fight? beat the fuck out of the champ and then uh Trevor Burbick's manager Burbick? Burbick. Um Don King, famous Don King, yeah the great head of great hair. bloke. Yeah, just an all round top guy. <laughs> an excellent human. Oh, did heaps for everyone. Uh he philanthropist. Stepped over Trevor Burbick, his own client who'd been KO'd to get around Mike. Yeah. Say congrats, new champ. Yeah. I'd like to, in the future, charge you $3,000 for towels. Oh, he really got him, didn't he? Um, then, not long after that, his co-manager,
2: who'd been with him from the start, Jimmy Jacobs, he also died. Oh,
1: are you serious?
2: Yes.
0: Like a comet blazing across the evening sky.
1: I feel like as we're going through these fights and these accomplishments, we should play the unbelievable soundtrack that was used on the Nintendo Entertainment System video game, (laughs) Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Oh, okay. (laughs) Nothing says Mike Tyson more than this.
2: This must have been exactly then. This sounds like 1985 or six. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, but in in their absence, of course, in stepped all around great bloke Don King. Mm. Um, then, very soon after, after dating actress Robin Givens for two weeks, Mike married her. Oh, so, I mean, when you know, you know. Yeah, can't and, stop love. Or doesn't doesn't go to a, a, a schedule, does it? Love two weeks. Um, Jesus, two just weeks. Through, two weeks. Mm. Um, just going through it, sort of categorically. Um, as on a timeline, he, Mike broke his hand in a street fight with a former opponent. <laughs> Mitch yeah. Blood Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he crashed his car into a tree on on Customato's former estate.
1: Wow. Sounds getting real country song vibes here from this part of Mike yeah, Tyson's he's, life. Oh, he's bit, he's broke my down. hand,
2: crashed my car, Yeah, married my gal. Well, probably crashed the car because he had a broken hand. <laughs> Ten and two, Mike, not just two. <laughs> Don't go driving on an estate in a sedan. You'll hit a tree at night. Um, then he went on television half asleep and uh, sat next to his wife. Or Robin half Gibbons. awake if half you're awake. a
1: positive attitude. Like, yeah. you know, like myself. Glass half full types like yourself. Yeah, well
2: done. Um, fucking glass half full. Uh, sat next to his wife, Robin Givens, who told Barbara Walters that Mike was manic depressive and that he'd abused her live television um,
1: after that humiliation. Which now would have been... My husband's a victim and so am I. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, what do you, what do victims do about victims who do bad stuff? Like, you've got to blame, like you've got to keep blaming backwards, obviously. But Mike, yeah. Mike's a victim.
1: Mm.
2: You know, dead mum, dickhead dad, Don King, terrible tom- life.
1: Tomato dies. Managers pulling a gun on you.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, he couldn't be more of a victim on paper mm. and yet terrifying. Yeah. And, Someone say the baddest man on the planet. Yeah, even including himself. Mm. Um, after that humiliation, they divorced. Yeah. Like, would you honestly live on TV? What a fucking American thing to do. I don't know, whatever. 1992, moving forward a mm-hmm. couple years, he was uh, convicted of the rape of an 18-year-old beauty pageant contestant, served three years in prison. Um, he's still like he's fucking adamant, Mike.
1: He yep. lo- yeah, he lost he lost all the belts to Buster Douglas in Japan. And Buster Douglas was the, I think the biggest underdog in a championship fight ever, forty two to one. Yep. Underdog. Beat Tyson and then yeah, of course
2: Yeah. Lots um, of bad stuff happening. Oh man. I don't know how he went in there. Obviously he can handle himself, but there are some bad people in prison. I reckon he'd have a he'd have a big target on his back. Yeah. In prison, I'd say. I wonder how many blokes he had to bash in the clink just
1: to like oh, you'd be a
2: fucking lunatic. What do you mean? Video,
1: like video game style? Yes. Work your way up to the... <laughs> start with the cellmate, couple of prison guards, gang leader, and then we're on. The top dog, yeah. the warden. I mean, imagine just doing some time in
2: prison, and they go, it's an empty bunk, mate. You getting the new cellmate. It's Iron Mike. Yeah. You go, Fuck. I'm going to have to watch every word I say because mm. he, he's... I mean, he'd probably be quite good if you managed to befriend him. Mm. That'd be a good one. But, uh,
1: He's very, di- like now, he's just this completely different here. He's like big weed smoker and oh, yeah. mushrooms and very yeah. introspective and cries a lot. He's a philosopher. Yeah. Um,
2: by the way, he emerged from prison sporting tattoos mm. of tennis great Arthur Ashe and Chairman Mao.
1: Yeah. Good combo, that. Oh. Just your stock
2: standard. Good blokes from history. Very different types there. Yep. Prison tattooists, obviously, they, they had come a, a long way from the shitty homemade ones that I've been privy to. Yeah. Like, I've seen some and they're terrible. Yeah. They must have good, you have to be a good tattooist to make out that it's Arthur Ashe. Chairman Mao, oh, a bit if, easier.
1: Yeah, but and all, also, what are the odds that a prison tattooist knows tennis greats and Chinese yeah. leaders? <laughs> It's a ring-in. But the, like Mao. He's, pull, it, he's pulled paper out of a book in the library, I reckon. Oh, Mao would that. be that sort of the the shadow one looking yeah.
2: off into the yeah. distance uh, at an angle. Yeah. The God-type pose of every fucking dictator. But Arthur Ashe, a bit harder. Yeah. Um, and uh, he got out, started fighting again, just smashing people. And, and um, in the ring, I mean. In 1997, famously, of course, he's disqualified from a fight.
1: After biting off a bit of Evander Holyfield's ear. Mm, upsetting 10-year-old Nick Cody in the process. So oh, yeah. We're all jumping up and down like Evander that day. Yeah. This is… <laughs> it's a lot of fucking mopping floors to get that pay-per-view, Mike. Man, I remember this
2: incident well. It was huge yeah. news at the time. I did not even watch boxing and I saw that.
1: Well, that was the was... I think it was their… That was their rematch. Yeah. He'd their beaten f- him before. Yeah. Holyfield had beaten him and Tyson said he'd headbutted him. A few times he in the did. first fight and he just went, fuck this. Yeah. Not having that.
2: Uh, he's fined three million us mm.
1: dollars and banned from boxing for a year. And uh just for a year. Warney got a year for fucking diuretics. Yeah. Didn't bite anyone's ear. Nah. But maybe a nibble. Just, just listen to it. Of a cutie. Mum. Yeah. Uh in a modern tip of the hat to the incident, one of
2: Mike Tyson's products in his product line. Is an edible in the shape of an ear with a little chunk missing, and it's called Mike Bites. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hold on, very good. Fuck, yeah. America, fuck yeah. <laughs> to
2: to day, yeah! Turning anything into a business opportunity. Those people. Um, 1998. Tyson pleaded no contest to a misdemeanor assault following a car accident in Maryland. Uh, Abimelech Sorcedo of Gaithersburg rear-ended a guy called Richard Dale Hardick. Dick Hardick? Dick Hardick <laughs> of Frederick County, pushing Hardick's car into Tyson's Mercedes Benz. Oh,
1: no. You've oh. been
2: rear-ended by Hardick. Oh, you don't want to get – well, Hardick was in the middle oh. aptly. Hardick's car hit Tyson's, but it wasn't Hardick's fault. <laughs> We've done it. With clock comedy, yeah. uh, Mike Tyson's bodyguard, who had been shadowing the couple in another car, jumped out real quick, and uh, along with Monica Tyson, Mike's then mm-hmm. wife, um, tried to restrain Mike when he became agitated. That's yeah. the word they used. Mm-hmm. Imagine getting a bit of road rage. You know, fuck you. We know the the bloke gets out of the other car and it's Iron Mike. You would get in and just whatever. You'd do anything. Just reverse into another car. Get out of it. I
1: don't know. Tyson, That's that's almost like a, say, Mike Myers in the Halloween films. Turn around and go, (gasps) no, he's back. Uh, The odds, though, of any car in the world. Oh, astronomical. Yeah.
2: But still, it did happen. Uh, Tyson admitted to losing his temper, the words that were used, after the chain reaction crash on Shady Grove Road. We didn't mean to hurt anyone when he made glancing contact with one driver's lip. How's that work? (laughs) And he kicked out toward another. So he's hit hard dick and uh, saucedo, both of them. Yeah. If I were hard dick, I'd feel hardly done by there. Yeah. Just the middleman, just caught in the crossfire, literally. Fuck. It's happened to me, actually. What's that? I've been in the rear-ended front car. Oh. A guy re-rendered the guy behind me who hit me. Oh, man. I didn't hit anyone in front. Shit dominoes, yeah. Yeah, terrible. Terrible time. Got ripped off, obviously. No yeah. fault of my own. Written off car. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Had to get rid of it. Fucking nightmare. Um, Did you also kick and punch? Oh, bash bashed them both. <laughs> I bashed their details out of them. <laughs> Wrote them in blood on my, on my windshield <laughs> so I could get home and remember.
1: Um, Got his phone number in his DNA. Yeah, pleading no clump contest. Of his hair and-
2: <laughs> I was still holding a chunk of either of their hair on the way home, driving with my knees. Um, pleading no contest violated his probation in Indiana, but he said, "I don't care." I'm doing it anyway. Great risk of going back to jail. Did a bit of time. Nothing major. Um. String of weird, mostly easy fights followed this lawsuits.
1: But when he came out of jail, I believe that first time he came out with his two tattoos. Yeah, and he converted. Yes, to Islam, he yeah. had. Yeah,
2: that happens a fair bit. That's a lot going on. Big move. Well, a lot of jailbirds find yeah. God or a God of some description. So yeah, good time for it. A lot of lot of time in their heads mm. just to think about stuff.
1: You know um, what, Mike
2: had time to do. If it makes you take a
1: quiet moment for a walk
2: and go, i got to check in with the M and the E. Yeah, lots of time. Oh, he's checking in with the M and E a fair bit recently. Um, lawsuits with Don King, a lot of them yeah. in this era.
1: Don um, King really ripped him off, I believe, of everything.
2: He's not the only one. Tyson
1: him. punched him out somewhere, I believe. Punched Don King. Yeah, good. There was something like that. There was one of the documentaries. I believe it was he started looking into where the money's gone and he'd charged him. It was something like $3,000 for towels. Yeah. Some insane amount of cash.
2: Oh, he's a grub, absolute (laughs) grub. Um, Went on though, Mike, to become a great orator. Like many boxers, they consume a dictionary and start talking quite fast with uh, not much sense. This is what he said post a very short fight about his upcoming challenge to Lennox Lewis.
3: I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never that's been anybody as ruthless. Hell? I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I
0: want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah.
1: <laughs> Again, lock going
2: Beyond. There's heaps in that, especially yeah. the ending, as you pointed out, because that could be confused for
1: our Lord or Allah. Yeah. Allah. All praise be to Allah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The way he said it. I Quite contradictory to bring yes. that up after saying you want to eat so much children. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit, I'm religious. Sorry. Take that back. <laughs> Off for a second. Got to flip around in this sentence. You might yeah. appreciate this, Heggy. You haven't heard this one. Um, the Um We always love when people put their accomplishments in their – Instagram. Yep. Oh, yeah Bio. No, you know. What what do you hate the most if it kicks off with? Father. Father. Or mother, followed yep. by CEO, yep. entrepreneur, blah blah blah. Yep. How's Tyson's accomplishments.
3: I'm many things, you know. I'm many things. Yeah, I'm a convicted rapist. I'm 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 a I'm a hellraiser. I'm a father. A loving father. I'm a I'm a you know, I'm a semi good husband, you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> Man. At a press conference. It's a fucking it's- He's always been pretty honest. Yeah.
1: Mike, you can't really. Yeah. You don't have to bullshit if you if you got that. Yeah. I just looked it up so people don't have to write into us. Um, in, uh, in that Doco Tyson, um, Don King was charging Tyson $8,000 a month for towels. Oh, man. <laughs> they had the blood ones they chuck in the ring for you, or it's just hotel just towels? Towels. Jesus Taos. Christ. Unbelievable.
2: Halliburton style.
1: Then as soon as I scroll down, fineartamerica.com, dot com, Mike Tyson beach towels. Oh, what do you mean? You could buy one? Yeah, Mike Tyson beach towel. Which I'm cool with buying a Mike Tyson beach towel, just not from Fine Art America. Yeah, that's how, got
2: how fine is it?
1: That's got real like uh, the couple of times we've done those cruise ships. Well, you did one, I did oh, four. Man. So a yep. bit unfair there. Yes. <laughs> Ah, we've done about the same. Between us, we've done five cruises. <laughs> yeah, hang on, hold the phone. I spent three days on one. Terrible, never going back. When they do an art auction on a cruise ship, oh, <laughs> fucking hell! That's what I get. I think you probably get one of these. Yeah, a framed Mike Tyson beach towel.
2: Oh. <laughs> Unbelievable! Imagine buying art on a cruise ship. Mm. Unbelievable. I think some of the art I saw on the cruise ship had prices under it. You could buy one if you wanted. Mm. Saw some dogs playing pool that you liked. Grab that. In <laughs> um, two thousand two, in an all-in brawl, you would have seen this involving the entourages of both Tyson and Lennox Lewis. Lennox found himself on the ground with his leg being bitten by Mike himself. So, pretty good. Mm. Um, two thousand three, he filed at, at, for bankruptcy,
1: and again at the press conference, the man does know how to sell a fight. You've got to give him that. Oh, for sure, <laughs> can pump up an event. Fuck yeah! So these are here's some
2: of Mike's better quotes as an orator.
4: I sacrificed so much of my life. Can I at least get laid? You know what I mean? I've been robbed of most of my money. Can I at least get a blowjob?
1: Just a man asking questions. You know. <laughs> By the way, what I should we go to another quote first? Oh, yeah. If you want, go on.
4: If I wish one of your guys had children if I could kick them in their fucking head or stomp on their testicles for you could feel my pain because that's the pain I have, waking up every day.
1: Now, when you sent me this to Paul, you labelled this one Mike on Empathy. Yeah. <laughs> if I wish one of your guys had children if
4: I could kick them in their fucking head or stomp on their testicles for you could feel my pain because well, that's the pain I have, waking it, up every day. And I this one... I sacrificed so much of my life I at least get laid... You know what I mean? I've been robbed of most of my money. Can I at least get a blowjob?
1: You'd labelled that one Mike on keeping the ledger even. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, as far as philosophy
2: goes, fairly textbook. He, yeah. like He's had a lot of pain. He wants a reward. Mm. And then empathy goes both ways. Mm. Like you want to feel other people's pain. Sometimes you want other people to feel your pain. Mm-hmm. Mike wanted to kick some kids in the fucking head. <laughs> Stomp on their and testicles. And crush their
1: testicles. So,
2: so they could feel his pain. <laughs> I think you find that the children feel your pain more than the adult
1: mm. of, uh, of the person. kind of about. He also doesn't mind keeping a journalist in check, does he? Oh.
3: Fuck you, you hoe. Come and say in go, my go, face you Fuck you ass for that. Everybody. You bitch. Come on, you bitch. You're scared, coward. You've got man enough to fuck with me. You can't last two minutes in my world, bitch. Look at you scared now, you hoe. Scared like a little white pussy. Scared of the real man. I'll fuck you
1: till you love me, faggot. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. A lot of qu- quite harsh language in there and, you know, the stuff we obviously don't agree with, Heggy. We've got to say that now. Well, but, yes, um, absolutely. Uh, God, again, compared to press conferences now. Yeah, no, I just happy to get away with the four, four points, Yeah, you know, Yeah. Put it 110% on the ground. Thing is, with are probably with a middle ground. Yeah, I mean, these people full of shit. He
2: actually put in one hundred percent, ten percent everywhere, yeah. Mike, and just
1: never stopped doing that full
2: time, twenty four hours per day. And full you can't, point. you can't give this guy media training. No, it's not going to work out. He'll bash you. You want me to say what? Bang! I'll be polite until they're not polite to me. That's yeah. pretty much his philosophy, and it's it's worked many times. We I've watched a lot of Mike interviews and shit oh. recently,
1: and you can. T- it's, it's a great day. Just type in Mike Tyson press conference. Oh, you just fucking- – Because a lot of the great ones, you know, Muhammad Ali, Conor McGregor talking shit at press conferences, They've it's not that they've thought it out but they maybe have some stuff up their sleeve, they've got some ideas. Yeah. Mike is gut to mouth.
2: Oh, absolutely. Don't worry about brain. Every time. Yeah. Put a, put a, a microphone in Mike's face and this is what you'll get. Yeah.
1: Pretty good. You know what I love now, though? He's got a podcast, mm. Hotboxing with Mike Tyson, and yeah. he's just so stunned. It's the opposite of this energy. Does he have guests? My, yeah. Does he bash any of them? <laughs> I disagree with that. Bang. Bang.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, if you're a journalist, don't taunt Mike. Mm. Don't load up your questions. Just, <laughs> excuse me, just take it easy. Uh, big on manners, too, Mike.
0: Put. <laughs> that you can win this fight. Are you
4: talking out of turn? No,
0: I think we're all talking together.
4: I normally don't do interview with women, the left I fornicate with them. So you shouldn't talk anymore. Unless you want to, you know. Oh.
2: Just when he's totally, re- you know, <laughs> trying to redeem himself, he goes and does something like that. Silly, Mike. Mrs. Yeah. But, then f- you know, you can't, I don't know, you can't tame the beast. He's, uh, he's he he's he doesn't want people talking out of turn. Yeah. Well, that sort of thing might be,
1: get said. That is still somehow because it's the nineties. Mm. The larynx himself, Kid yeah. Dynamite. Oh yeah, Kid Dynamite pushed on through all of this. He wouldn't even get through half a press conference now without the fight being cancelled. Yeah. Have, has that happened? Nah. Fights fights get cancelled because nah. of trash talking. No. Nah. Because the people that run the things love it, selling more tickets. Yeah. There was one recently at a weigh-in. A guy got shut, like shoved, but it was quite a forceful, and it um, fucking wrecked his neck. Yeah, right. he couldn't fight. He wasn't ready. He's taken, yeah, it's taken him neck. ages for, yeah, to recover. Yeah, right. He's got to get
2: something fused, and oh, yeah, it's man. a real bad time. Fusion is the worst sounding word for me <laughs> in terms the of spine. operations and stuff. Yeah. Spine, neck, fused it. <laughs> fused. Oh, I'm probably not going to fight anymore. <laughs> Nah, I'll fight. Love it. Love it. Just see what that might shake it loose. Yeah. One good punch will shake that loose. Double negative. That's good yeah. shit. Yeah. I don't think the same
1: way. Um, but big, the old violent Cairo. You know. yeah. <laughs> Cairo is fucking fired anyway. Violent, yeah. <laughs> no good. I've heard worse cracks there than I've heard oh, fucking cage side at fights. God, yeah.
2: Um, big on man is also quite big on fulfilling dreams.
4: I'm 36 years old, going to 36. I never dreamed of living this long. I never dreamed of
1: fornicating with as many beautiful women as I did. Yeah, fornicating. Yeah, quite a quite a good word. Of it. Like he's looked loves that, up. that word. Yeah, he's, well, he's had a squeeze at the thesaurus. Yeah, he's in the. And he's just chucking it in, in the slammer.
2: You still. It might sound more intelligent than a word like fucking, but still, people <laughs> know what you mean. And if, if anything, it sounds more sinister yeah. than <laughs> just a nice using word. a street word. Yeah. yeah Who
1: was the um. Who was the leaguey that signed with the Gold Coast? Oh, uh, Brent Todd.
2: <laughs> what did he say? Oh, he said, uh, "So I so said, you signed up with the Gold Coast. Good to be up here. Yeah, you know, it's just I came up because it heaps a good looker and I want to fuck them all." That's what he said. Pretty good. <laughs> That's
1: what I got at the press conference. Absolutely,
2: they fell apart. And this was fairly late nineties, I think. Yeah. Like well after you should be know that you're not going to say mm. that sort of thing. Well, it was Queensland, but um, even so, I mean, Ling Ling still existed. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> um, yeah, the journalist thing, he got asked a lot of questions he didn't really like and he didn't take it kindly, old Mike.
3: Is it nerve-wracking for you to do something like this or is it more nervous for you to box? How does it compare? <laughs> I don't know. Um,
4: it's more nerve-wracking for me to hear talking to a rat piece of shit. Like, oh, you. Yeah. come on, like... No, because you're a piece of shit. All right. We're going to, we're,
1: we're, we're going to, we're going to wrap up this interview. Thank you for, thank you for coming <laughs> in. Fuck you. <laughs> well, this was on, it looked like a like a Good Morning America style. It was. It was a Canadian one.
2: Previously in the interview, the dude on the couch had said, well, you met the mayor, right? And he'd met the mayor of Toronto. He was promoting a talking tour or something. He's there with an agent. And um, the interviewer was insinuating that after the meeting of the mayor, Mike may have damaged the re-election chances of said mayor. He said, "So you're a convicted rapist," and then started a question like that. Pretty loaded, as a question goes. Well, he's just going off. That yeah, Tyson spoke about. Well, it's the old "I'll say that about me, you're not yeah. saying about me" yeah. sort of situation that is uh, quite present these days. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Mike didn't like it. Just started calling it a piece of shit, <laughs> and he shut down. It got. They sort of managed to re, you know, get get the interview back to a place where it was a bit. Amicable, but then that happened. He's just sitting there seething. You can see Mike yeah. just silently, like a fucking dog with the tackles mm. up. You just go, oh, something bad's going to happen mm. soon. I can tell. Yeah. It's completely silent, but you can see the dog just, gonna, just getting
1: in. Yeah. Fucking that happened. I'm surprised he didn't bash him. Cheeky forehead vein, Mr. Yeah, Robin. Yeah. There Fuck. was one, I don't think you saw this one. He was asked about uh, if he'd sort of broken his strict training camp to party while he was in Vegas. And uh I'll tell you something at the end about the video that makes it even better.
2: There were reports like that you were out partying in Vegas. Is that in fact the case?
4: This is not true. This is not true at all. Um, one day I went out one day because you know, somebody trained just went cradle and board and I went to a strip club because and I gave some uh a dancer a lap dance, but um You gave her a lap dance. That's just what I do. I like to do what I wanna do.
1: Yeah. Right. So did you go out and party? Nah. I did leave training camp to go to a strip club where I gave a dancer a lap dance, yeah. and he's telling that story while holding his baby. Well, were they in a nightclub? I heard the music in the background. No, I think that was one of the, like, they've compiled, oh, yeah, okay. you know, gotcha. just some classic quotes. Excellent. Giving a strip a stripper
2: a lap dance, that's, I mean, that's like, a, you know, it must, must be Christmas to them. <laughs> oh, we, we do so much hard work. It's nice to get it done for us every now and then. Some massive dude sitting on me. Yeah. rubbing himself all over me. Thank goodness. Yeah. That's why I do it, to get a bit back every yeah. now and then. Great. Um, oh, man, in March of this very year, um, Mike was out with some mates in Hollywood at a comedy gig yeah. taking in some laughs. Mm. I don't know if I'd want him in my audience yeah. because I don't know. <laughs> You'd be looking through your set going, fuck, is there anything in there that <laughs> there probably is that yeah. Mike is going to take exception to. I'm going to have to fucking run. You'd be pulling out halfway through a joke. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to do that one.
1: Well, <laughs> now he's, but now again, he's all old and, yeah, out, well, weeded f- up.
2: We say that. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, this wouldn't be happening if that was.
2: Yeah, I mean, an overzealous fan at this comedy club pulled, pulled out a gun and yeah. cocked it. And this is testament to Mike sampling his own products in the weed market. Mike remained very cool. And in the end, he got up and hugged the bloke, and the incident ended peacefully. Mm. People. People truly are fuckheads, aren't they? Imagine being famous enough that you need constant protection from loonies with guns, yeah. no less. Yeah, That's oh, crazy talk. Not a big fan of online heroes. Old Mike as well. That's another thing he's done. Yeah. He, um, one of his Facebook posts has since been taken down, but it said, social media made you all way too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the
1: face for it. Mm-hmm. Got another famous quote, yes. everybody's got a plan till they get punched in the mouth. Yeah. Um, the philosopher, yes. So
2: given all of this as pretty much common knowledge, like mm-hmm. I didn't know all these details, but I knew, you know, you know, Mike Tyson, everyone knows what he's capable of. I don't know if I'd poke the bear, but that's exactly what's happened this week. Peasants. They're
1: peasants. Hey, 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 hey. Mike,
3: Mike, come on. Let's go stop back. Jet blue, man, flight. Boy just got beat up by Mike Tyson. Turn that way. Yeah, he got f***ed up. Just trying to ask for an autograph, man. I don't know what happened.
1: Now, yeah. he says that, but if you watch the whole video, the guy behind Tyson, they're in a, it must be a bigger plane because they're in those like business class suites. Yeah. And this guy is across the aisle from his friend mm-hmm. filming him the whole time. There's a friend saying shit. Yeah. You know jumping
2: up, leaning over the top of Mike, yeah. sitting behind Mike. Bad like bad form. Tyson was like he was on this plane, right? He's scheduled to be in Miami to serve as the main speaker, <laughs> the keynote speaker. <laughs> Of course. At the Benzinga Benzinga Cannabis Conference.
1: You've heard him chat. He's great with the mic.
3: I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah.
1: Great with the mic, as if you're not listening to that. This is the same bloke as well. We never got to play this one when he explained before a fight, pre-fight press conference, Mm. that um, he's actually on on some pills to take the edge off.
3: I'm on the Zoloft thing, right? But I'm on that to keep me from killing (laughs) y'all.
1: I'm on Zoloft to keep me from killing (laughs) y'all. What a fucking great quote. So good.
2: The well, toy is rammed with Mike Tyson. Oh, bro. man. Just ai I mean, in a bit of a turnaround from those days. Can you, can you imagine, though, going, like if he's keynote speaker at this conference with uh, the term conference, bit of a stretch <laughs> for a marijuana <laughs> convention. Yeah. Convention, sorry. Oh, no, they call it conference. Whatever. Anyway, it's not really a convention or a conference. It's a gathering of fucking stoners. Imagine sitting there and the keynote speaker comes out and he's speaking as fast as that. Mm. You'll get 50,000 words done in an hour. All at that part. Those stoners would be sitting there going, what the fuck? After yeah. a few minutes of that, it's going, oh, no, nah, man. Greening out, listening to this.
1: But that's what I mean. He's
2: really- he's Yeah, he a, won't be talking He's a like different unit obviously. now. Yeah, he's totally different. He's a, he happens to be the chief brand officer <laughs> and co-founder of his own product. He launched Tyson 2.0 Budline mm-hmm. just last year. And he's become quite beloved in the marijuana industry. Yeah. And uh, reportedly, he gets $1 million per month from his line of products. Not bad, good size. Jeez. <laughs>
1: very good. Very good. <laughs> Getting that in there. <laughs> Jesus. So Mike's – It just really tickled me there.
2: He's just gotten on the plane right and he's sitting there yeah. minding his business. That fan little dickhead, it's a very punchable face, oh, the sitting the most- him. Terrible haircut, head. bad head. Um,
1: Apparently, quite a uh, he's got a bit of an extensive criminal record. Oh,
2: yeah. Him. Yeah, I've got that here. Um, sitting right behind him. Autograph hunters and the like would really piss you off if you're world famous.
1: Did you ever have an autograph book? It's part of the
2: territory, unfortunately. Uh, I did, actually. You know, yeah? the one autograph I got in it and then just lost interest in hunting autographs. Mm, great. Who? One. Be- it's a beauty it's an um, absolute ripper. I wish I still had it. Stephan. I'll give it to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It you could bit- just go down to Steph yeah, and sing us on yeah. this, mate. I could have got him Fuck. in a second. Right. Didn't give want me, it. Give me a clue. Um, big time Australian. World famous Australian. Uh, 80s. Couldn't, Paul Hogan. Couldn't do much wrong. No. Similar era or- of, of fame. Uh Oh, man. Gee, found 80. fame in England for oh. all the right and wrong reasons. Oh no. Wobbleboard. Yes.
1: Oh <laughs> Jesus.
2: We went to Rolf Harris, at Twin Towns. Yeah. Took the autograph book. Met yeah. the met the big man himself. Wow. And uh got his autograph. Jeez, this is eight. a fucking grim episode. Man, fucking great show. I mean, say what you want about Rolf Harris, <laughs> and a lot of people do, but bloody great show. I remember having a really good time. <laughs> You know what it is yet? Uh, I like draw him pictures, turn them upside down. Blew my mind. Say what you will.
1: <laughs> Read what you will in the court transcripts about Rolf Harris. Bloody great entertainer. <laughs> Fuck it. Well,
2: he wouldn't have got to where he was. He wouldn't have had all those opportunities if he wasn't. He shit at his job. Like Jackson. Um, anyway, part of the territory, unfortunately. People getting fucking autographs off you. But this dude, right, if I were the type of guy who – would He looks he'd never been punched somehow, like this little dickhead's head looks like. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't fucking hold on to the tiger tail that is Tyson. Yeah. Just let it go. The literal tiger owner. Mike. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Um Mike tells me to chill out, I'd probably just chill out. Mm. And that that is a much viewed video of Did you catch the dude's name? No. Melvin Townsend the Third.
1: Oh.
2: Get him. Mike should have just checked his boarding pass in the first place and just punched him preemptively. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Melville Townsend III. Oh, um, the video clearly shows him taunting Mike. Yeah. And Mike's telling him politely to leave him be many times. And again,
1: with the, the list of um, offences that Mike's got in his past, I've never seen an incident where more people online have been on one person's side. Everyone is on Mike Tyson's side.
2: Yeah. I, it's one of those instances you hope it's trial by media and the people because this yeah. kid deserves nothing. Yeah. He has lawyered up. Of course. 36 year old Melvin. I've got to say, he doesn't look 36. Yeah. He could pass for half
1: that. Um, Looks a bit older now, though. Yeah. A bit oh, older than he did when he boarded.
2: Go and taunt another thug, see what mm. happens to your age. Um, no stranger to the law, Melvin. Uh, Melvin has quite a long criminal record. Previously convicted of fraud. Hold on. Grand theft, burglary, possession of controlled substances, and trafficking in stolen property.
3: Yeah,
2: that's the land of opportunity, though. America, you can be a fucking convicted criminal, still still end up in business class with all the other convicted criminals. Who
1: else was up? Who was down the bat? Who's in economy?
2: Just honest people, (laughs) honest, hardworking types. Yeah. 2018, Melvin broke into a property and stole a trailer that he'd hitched to his pickup. Uh, he's also been accused of possessing the drug oxycodone. Yeah.
1: Oh, um, that's why he didn't seem too worried after those punches. Yeah, right. You reckon he's yeah. popped, popped an oxy. Yeah. Um, served time in jail twice. They got, they got me under Ark Yeah. to keep me from feeling those punches.
2: There's no way Mike punched him full tilt. No. That would have back. He would have killed him. Yeah. And just spread his nose across his face. He looked banged up, but not yeah. too bad. Like be.
1: Well, the fact he's awake the could video knocked him out. so he's fine. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Melvin served jail twice for 20 months and 15 months respectively. Uh last got out of jail from a Florida prison in July 2020. 15 months of a 25 month sentence for the incident of stealing the trailer. Yeah. And he had a forged personal ID card as well.
1: 2009-10
2: was the traffic stolen property.
1: We can't figure out we can't figure out these the crime, crime to time. No, it's all off. It's all skew. If yeah, that's not too bad a deal. Like yeah. if you told me stolen trailer, I don't know, four hundred bucks and clean some graffiti. Yeah, I think if you got form,
2: yeah, he'd already traffic stolen property five years earlier. Yeah, ten years earlier rather. Wonder what Melvin's one and two make of that. Yeah, Mel- Melvin the original, sorry, and Melvin the mm. second. Yeah, I think. Imagine being in Melvin Townsend and going, "No, I'll repeat that." Yeah, get another one.
1: But um, well, what is it? The first people, the the first uh, generation, oh, they make it. it. Yeah. The second one, hold on to it. The third one, blow it. Yeah.
2: Pretty much. Um, our client is a big Mike Tyson fan. <laughs> Attorney Matt Morgan from Morgan and Morgan <laughs> told which integral news media outlet? Yes. TMZ. Oh yeah. yes, TMZ. Uh. Matt Morgan says he hired counsel due to his physical industries, the overwhelming nature of this event and the associated media inquiries. You can see mm. someone from media inquiries now. Yeah, well by the look of things. Said the fucking opportunistic little turd lawyer that Melbourne hired. Um, they said he was a massive fan of Mike Tyson. If that were the case, he would have just left him alone. Yeah. Said, Gay Mike, love your work. See, you, mate, I'll leave you yeah. alone. That's a massive fan. Um as much as I like to personally denounce violence in any situation, punching fans would be fucking satisfying. They don't leave you alone, wouldn't it? <laughs> Hi, mate. Punch. Mega fame would suck because of this exact thing. Oh. Like even on a much smaller scale, Australia doesn't have people of this stature living here generally. Yeah. It's but good. Like your, Tall
1: poppy syndrome
2: has helped in that regard. It does regard help like in that regard. It hinders otherwise. But uh, there's people like you, Carl Barons or, or – um, Actor, I know fairly well, Dave Field. He can't go out after about 9 pm. It's just like, no, nah, I'm not going to the pub anymore. Oh, really? He would just get you in a headlock or just oh. you know, come up and do quotes from your movies or just Oof. yell at you, just that sort of shit. Oof. In fact, I saw uh, Dave Husey Hughes yeah. the other night in the Euro. I was just standing in the main bar. He was upstairs doing a spot. And he walked past me, like inches past me. I was standing there talking to Alfie and I just said, hey, fuckhead, fuckhead fuckhead, and he didn't even look at me, and he walked straight past. Me. And I saw him later on. I said, hey, did you hear someone in the bar calling you a fuckhead? He goes, yeah, I did. I said, that was me. He goes, oh, I didn't want to turn around. I thought it just might be some <laughs> arsehole. <laughs>
1: it's one of my favorite things. Dan Andrews going in for his like, tweets. Just <laughs> <laughs> see someone
2: with profile, I'll come up behind him and go, that's that prick off the TV. I'm going to bash
1: him. I'll like just say things like that. Years ago at the Gold Coast Casino, I saw our mate Matt O'Kind. Yeah, and he was there next to now massive artist Amy Shark. They were at a roulette table, mm. and I was like, "O'Kine, O'Kine." And he must have this was at Triple J yeah. years. Yeah, he must have just copped it all night because he doesn't turn around. Yeah, I'm like Oh kind. He goes, "Nah," just puts his hand up. Goes, "Nah, fuck off, mate." Somebody must have just been there before me that's annoyed him, and he's thought it was the same bloke. I'm like, "Man, it's Cody." And Amy Shark said, "Mate." He said he doesn't want to talk to you, doesn't know who you are, just <laughs> fucking leave him alone. And I go, oh, kind, it's Nick Cody, you dumb cunt.
2: Yeah, great.
1: And he turned around and went, hey! <laughs> and I'm, he's like, you do know him. I'm like, yeah, I'm not oh, I'm a fucking asshole. Yeah, I
2: know. But you can't – I mean, I can oh. totally forgive that. Like, you can. Yeah. that must happen heaps to people yeah. in the public profile. Must be awful. Thank fuck I'm never going to know that. Um, <laughs> Tyson's side – they're saying Melvin threw a bottle of water at Iron Mike. Yeah. Funnily enough, that's not in the video.
1: That's been edited out. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, his mate, that's the thing. His mate was recording the whole thing. So you know he's trying to get cash.
2: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Trying to get something. Um, that was the last straw. Plane didn't even take off. You know what else bothered me about that was the dude filming. I'd like to see him cop a punch too because he's going, mm. oh, trying to act like the victim. Yeah. Even though the look of his face, he actually is. But in this instance, not really. I don't think he would blame that victim much more. Melvin the yeah. Third, he goes, "My boy, I don't like that. My boy was just trying to get an autograph from Mike. Shut up!" And uh, and he punched him. I don't think so. I didn't get punched by Rolf Harris. I was quite polite. Um, so the the, the plane didn't even didn't even take off in the end. Um, Mike just got up and got off. He knew it was he knew it was coming. Eventually, though, that day, he did what he should have fucking done in the first place and just hitched a ride to Miami with his mate and your hero, Dana White of the UFC oh, yeah. in his private jet. There you go. So just getting a private jet, mate. You're going to punch far fewer people yeah. in one of them mean, <laughs> you can. There's not going to be no cameras yeah. there. you
1: would be fine. Dana White's, I've probably already got your autograph. I'm going to leave you alone.
2: Why would Mike be anywhere near JetBlue? I just surely million a Chip month nice, in gummy huh? bears. I think it's all right, Jiplo. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, good on him for mixing it with the people, but probably just get in a private jet or something.
1: No, well, he was fucking spending eight grand on towels a month at one point. Yeah, I, I reckon he's <laughs>
2: yeah. He's been in and out of cash. He filed yeah. for bankruptcy a few times, old Mike. Yeah. But they're always all right. Yeah, they're not going to working on building sites, are they? No. Nah. So I don't know. Million a month from uh, from weed gummies. Not bad. It's yet to become clear, this is so hot off the presses that um, what modern American hero Melvin Townsend III is going to gain from the incident, hopefully
1: many more punches to the head. Oh
2: hopefully heaps small punches. I would like to have one of them myself. Just take my chances. him, hi Melvin. Whack. Yeah.
1: Just when I thought the most annoying little fucking twerp that we've covered so far was that one saying, "Oh yeah, my parents are. Have two million dollars. Two million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Thought he was the worst. Yeah. Then here comes Melvin the third. Oh, he looks it's got a similar look. Twenty-four hours after the incident, though, Mike did get to the Bazinga Cannabis Capital oh, Conference after party. That he did. At LIV in Miami, where he took the stage and sparked up a joint alongside rapper Rick Ross and the one and only Rick Flair. Uh, Woo!
3: I dress myself in cashmere. Woo! 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 Woo!
1: Woo! Oh,
2: it's a circle of life, isn't it? (laughs) Unbelievable.
1: (laughs) This has ended. Tyson punching on on a plane. He's just trying to get to Miami to smoke a joint with Ric Flair. (laughs) Couldn't be more innocent.
2: And yet people won't leave him alone. Just leave Mike alone. Uh I think we'll have an update on this soon enough. Uh, it is very, very uh, fresh. So hoping we're gonna get an update on what Melvin the
1: Third ends up doing. And in the case of these guys, you either die young, a hero, or live long enough to become bigger fucking heroes. <laughs> I think that's how it goes. <laughs> hey legends, thanks so much for listening to Midflight Brawl. Send us a message at midflight brawl on Instagram. Get to midflightbrawl.com for upcoming dates. Heggie, you've got shows coming up. Lukeheggy.com. Yep. Yeah,
2: you've got them on nickcody.com.au. That's the one. Good for you. The AU. But uh, yeah, thanks very much everyone. We'll see you next week.
4: If I wish one of your guys had children if I could kick them in their fucking head or stomp on their testicles before you could feel my pain because that's the pain I have. Waking up <laughs> every day.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Mid-Air Brawl. This is our very first episode Peggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight broad, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell.
2: Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry. I fucked it. Clap.